0: The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.
1: Hello there. Welcome to Grace in Focus, this radio broadcast podcast coming to you Monday through Friday from the Grace Evangelical Society. You are welcome to study with us as we look at the book of Habakkuk today. We just started this series last time, and we will actually start looking at the text today. The more things change, the more they stay the same. The ancient book of Habakkuk is so contemporary, so practical to where we are today. Do you ever have a problem with the way God is doing things? Why does God sometimes seemingly allow evil to succeed? Well, you're in the right place. We're going to talk about that some today and in the days that follow. Be sure to visit us at our website, faithalone.org, and see there some of the things that can be helpful to you in your growth, things that will promote some of our priorities, like the free grace position, And we have a lot of books there that you might be interested in. We also want to keep reminding you about our national conference coming up in May. That is May the 22nd through the 25th. Hope you'll put that on your calendar right now. It's the time to be planning for that. And you can register right there on our website. It is always a wonderful time. You'll meet some of the friendliest Christians in all of the world and hear some great teaching, eat some great food, have some great fellowship during those days. I hope you'll join us. May the 22nd to the 25th, and it's held at Camp Copus in Denton, Texas, right near to our headquarters. Find out details, and you can register right there on our website, faithalone.org. Please plan to join us. All right now to our discussion for the day. Gentlemen. Welcome
2: back to Grace and Focus. We're here with uh, David Renfro and Ken Yates, and we're talking about the book of Habakkuk. 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 We're never going to get that right. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so give us the introduction to the book, and then we'll get into the first chapter here,
0: David. Okay, let me introduce the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, you know, it it does say in in verse 1, the burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw. I love the meanings of the names in the Old Testament. In my research, there wasn't a lot of knowledge about where this name really comes from, but the best suggestion is that it means to embrace, which I think is interesting, because you're going to see as we go through the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk's a very emotional kind of guy. And I think this kind of reflects that sensitivity that Habakkuk has for the what's going on around him and so on. We don't know anything about him other than, like verse one says, he's a prophet. That's it. When he Prophesied was probably around 625, 630 B.C. The Assyrians had already taken off the 10 northern tribes. Only the two southern tribes existed. And here's Habakkuk. He doesn't know what's going to happen in the future. We can look back and know what happens, but he probably was around 625, 630 B.C. He was a contemporary of this other guy named Jeremiah. And
3: isn't it interesting that both of them then are known as sensitive prophets. I mean, I guess it's appropriate because of what they see happening to their nation.
0: Where was Habakkuk? Well, since the 10 northern tribes didn't exist anymore, he probably prophesied in Jerusalem and in the countryside of Judah and Benjamin, the two southern tribes, to try to get the people back into the pure worship of the Lord. What they did was, and like so many people have done over the centuries, is they I call it the pollution of the pure faith. They bring in philosophy or bring in religious principles from other religions, put Christian words on them, and boom, it's a Christian principle. Well, that sure
2: happens today. No,
0: not. Go on with you. <laughs> on.
3: The more
2: things
0: change, right? Yeah, exactly. The more they say the same. It's called human nature. One thing I've concluded is the battle cry of the sinful human. I have a better plan. God says, this is the way I want to do things. This is the way it's going to happen, but what does the typical Israelite say? Oh, well, that's fine, but I've got a better plan. You see that over and over again in the Old Testament. Most people in Judah were still in this idolatrous or what we would call syncretistic. They didn't completely turn their back on the Lord, but they mixed pagan worship with worship of the Lord altogether. And the Lord says, I don't want any part of that pagan worship. Right. Get rid of it. The purpose of the book is the... He's upset by the Lord's inaction. We're going to see this. There's there's literally a conversation between Habakkuk and the Lord. That's what makes this prophecy so unique. He's upset by the Lord's inaction in light of the people's wickedness. He sees the wickedness around him and Lord, you're not doing anything about it. And then when the Lord answers him, he goes I'm upset by your use of the Babylonians to do this.
3: Why don't you do something? And then when he tells him I'm going to do something, he says, I don't like the way you're doing
0: exactly. it. Exactly. That's really the conversation between Habakkuk and the Lord here, and it's unique. And Not, it's directly applicable today. It's interesting because if you read Jeremiah, Jeremiah concentrated on the wickedness of the people and that they were causing their own doom. But Habakkuk was more concerned about the Lord's character. Lord... You call yourself holy, and yet you allow wickedness to prosper. And that's a problem to a lot of people even today. If God is so gracious, why does he allow horrible things to happen? Why does he allow evil to succeed? I've got a quote here uh, by a famous writer. He says, of the 12 minor prophets, none wrestle more earnestly with the problem of evil in a disordered society than Habakkuk. And you're going to see that. You will see just how impassioned this guy is. Like I say, it's a dialogue with the Lord. And then in chapter three, instead of a dialogue, he actually writes a psalm. Not every psalm in the Bible is in the book of Psalms, but he writes a psalm, which is a prayer.
2: And chapter three is the final chapter. This is a short book, just three
0: chapters. Just a short book full of lots and lots of good stuff.
2: And the ending of the book is some of the mo- some of the verses most well known from the Minor Prophets.
0: Exactly, and also very, very worthy of being memorized.
2: Yes, and uh, just on a little preview of where we're going at the end of chapter three it says, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines. Though the labor of the olive may fail and the field yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there may be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and I will joy in the God of my salvation. That's quite an amazing statement.
0: Yeah, it actually has like a preview and a conclusion that you see in a lot of the Psalms, in the book of Psalms. Which I think is fascinating, right? It's fascinating to to read somebody so impassioned that actually has the same issues, the same struggles that we have when we look at our evil society around us, and we go, "Lord, doesn't look like you're doing anything. Looks like evil is more powerful than you are."
3: But it's amazing how where he
0: ends up In, here at the end of the book. It is right, and so and that's one of the big lessons is how did Habakkuk go from Lord, what are you doing to what you just read at the end of chapter three? That's a process that I think we all need to go through. Amen. So it's just fascinating to read this book because it is so contemporary. The issues, the struggles, the mental pain that Habakkuk goes through is not much different than what we go through when we are starting to go, wow, we look at the TV and some horrible thing happened what what goes on in our minds as a bible believing christian lord
2: yeah what where are you, doing? are you where are you in this exactly. how
0: are you allowing this and that's where habakkuk is and that's why we can identify with habakkuk so well and this is such a
3: great lesson also because so often when we read particularly these old testament prophets we think that just doesn't relate to me you know right. it's a different time so many years ago different culture but the messages are
0: very relevant extremely relevant right. and and strangely contemporary yeah. aren't they yeah it's amazing would you like to get into the book let's go dig in all right let's how about verse 1 of chapter 1
2: that's a good, that's place, a good place to start, to start. Right. i, I yeah. thought
0: i'd start there <laughs> just just kind of i know that's different than what a lot of people do but i'm going to start <laughs> at the very beginning it does say the burden which the prophet habakkuk saw the word burden there is literally something lifted up. You know, it's like you, you lift something up and put it on your back. That's the picture here. It was a burden to Habakkuk in a lot of ways because he was burdened with all the stuff we've been talking about, the seeming bad things going on in the culture and him essentially saying the Lord doing nothing. That was a burden to him. And then he starts the conversation. What's interesting, and and you can think your way through the book very easily, starting in verse 2 is Habakkuk's first question, and that goes through verse 4 of chapter 1. After that is the Lord's first answer, and we'll talk about that later. And then, based on the Lord's first answer, Habakkuk has a second question, and then the Lord has a second answer. And it was after that second answer that we get chapter three, Mm. this incredible psalm that Habakkuk writes. So the first question is pretty much what a lot of people say. How long? (laughs) Oh, Lord, which is Yahweh, you know, where we get the word Jehovah and all that. But it's, you know, it's the covenant name for the Lord. He's not using the, the name of the creator God, which is Elohim. He's using the covenant name, Lord. You and I are in a covenant relationship. We are your covenant people. <laughs> and he's, oh Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? What does that tell you? He's been praying a lot,
2: and he's not getting the answer that he expects. He's not. He's, he's not, not getting, getting any, any answer. No answer
0: whatsoever. He doesn't
3: understand what's going on. Why this is able to keep going on the way it is?
0: Exactly. Right. From his perspective, there is miserable things going on amongst his covenant people and the Lord's doing nothing about it. That's, at this point, this is Habakkuk's perspective.
3: Because um, the covenant, correct me if I'm wrong, the covenant there, the Mosaic covenant is, if you do evil, I'm going to discipline you. I'm yes. going to rectify this. Right. Uh, that's the covenant that we have. I will bless you if you do good, mm-hmm. godly things. I will discipline you if you don't. So, okay, they're not, So what's going on?
0: Yeah. At this point, Habakkuk is is questioning what he knows of the Old Testament law. The Lord said exactly what you said, Ken. If you do bad, I will discipline you. I will, you know, and it's not that I want to destroy you forever and all that. I'm going to judge you as a way to correct what's going on in in the nation. And so, you know, this is where Habakkuk starts. He starts with, Lord, how long am I going to have to cry out to you and you will not hear? Even cry out to you violence and you will not save. Of course, the word save there means deliver or rescue from all this violence and all this stuff.
2: Right. That's absolutely right.
0: So I guess in the next show, we'll take a look at the rest of Habakkuk's first question and then how the Lord answers him.
2: That sounds great. And let's all keep Keep grace grace in in focus.
1: Thank you both for that great discussion. Would you be interested in some free ebooks on topics you hear on this program? Well, if you are, you need to come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. On the site, we've got all kinds of free materials, but one of our popular options is our free ebooks on a range of subjects. They're designed to help you mature and grow in your understanding of the faith and Scripture. So come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We are so thankful for our financial partners who keep us on the air. Every gift is tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can give, go to faithalone.org. Would you like to have a chat with Dr. Bob or one of the guests here on the program? Let me tell you how to reach out to the team. You can get us on our email address, which is radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next Grace in Focus, our discussion leaders will continue their brief exegetical study of the minor prophet Habakkuk. Have you ever had a conversation with God about the way he seems to be working things out? Well, join us as Habakkuk continues his conversation with God. See you next time. This is the Grace Evangelical Society, reminding you to always keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.